0: First up this evening, the Kassah update. Um, good evening, Alex.
1: Good evening. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you perfectly well. So Fantastic. what is new and exciting in the world of vaping?
1: Um, well, I actually can't remember the last time we sat down to do one of these. I know. Has it been yeah. like a month and a half or something?
0: Yeah, it's been a while.
1: Um. So, yeah, a lot has happened.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I always enjoy December to some extent because it kind of gets quiet uh, a bit, uh, at least for us, um, mm-hmm. some to a little bit. Um, but uh, it's January uh, closing closing down the second week of January, and um, everybody's coming back into session. I was trying to get an impressive number to throw out there of all the states that have gone into session in the last couple weeks, but it should suffice to say that it's a lot, um, and we already have a bunch of legislation that we're tracking. Um, So um, I guess I could probably uh, get right into that. Um, For those who were paying attention, I guess on Monday or before the weekend, I can't remember when we put it out, Um, New Hampshire had a couple of bills. Um, One of them we're not really paying too much attention to. It's a child-resistant packaging bill, uh, which is kind of silly at this point because um, that is the law of the land. Uh, But this was being written specifically for uh, cartridges. and, And I don't know... I talked back and forth with Greg Conley about this a bit, and okay. um, that may apply to, like, pre-filled tanks, um, but <laughs> for the most part, it kind of sounded more like cardamizers that come with your disposable e-cig, okay. um, and they want... The, the sponsor wants, like, held-proof cartridges. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange, and, and it's um, it, it is kind of a silly... I mean, I hate to say it, but it's kind of a bill, Uh, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. we are child resistant packaging is the law of the land and and that's that. I don't know how much more they actually want to improve upon it and whether or not, you know, we are talking about, certainly there are other areas where child resistant packaging could be applied. Um, Mm -hmm. so maybe focus on those, but, uh, we're not really paying much attention to that bill unless it gets weirded. Strange amendment. Um, the other one is a tobacco product definition bill, and uh, again, uh, it's sort of necessary change statute. Sort of a separate designation for, for electronic cigarette, and um, uh, it, it's uh, it's sort of unnecessary purposes of of uh, to miners, It's already in. The statutes, and it's already the law of the land.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Um,
1: uh, and I and I actually see the chats. I'm sorry, if I'm chopping up a bit. I'm, you know, we're we're sharing Wi-Fi with with uh, my brother-in-law, so it's not uh, may not be ideal. I apologize for any sound quality issues. Um. So uh, let's see the other policy issue that we're tracking mm-hmm. is uh there's my main page here tobacco 21 oh this is i mean we've been kind of warning people about this yeah um for a while mm-hmm. uh, wow why is that one okay i'll get to taxes in a second okay. um but uh so tobacco 21 i'm like everything's being weird on me sorry tobacco 21
0: w- is is but it's it's like everywhere every time you turn around almost every headline everybody's changing to tobacco 21
1: <laughs> yeah it's still you know the municipalities are doing it and um uh and, and states are, are jumping on board so um new jersey not a surprise new jersey's been trying to raise the age to 21 for a couple of years now several uh, counties and municipalities in New Jersey have already raised um, the the age. Uh, I just found out that my city, Union City, New Jersey, um, uh, uh, jacked it up. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so we have tobacco twenty one legislation in New York State, in okay. Mississippi, in Texas, Iowa, Nebraska, Oregon, and Washington so far. Uh, and I was actually just going through our list of new discoveries before we came on. So there might be a couple more in there. Um, and, uh, and then I was lo- just looking at taxes. There's a tax bill that just got introduced in Massachusetts. Um, and this is a, a 40% wholesale tax. Uh, fortunately, they if, if there is a bright side to this, um they did not opt for a floor tax like uh pennsylvania no so um yeah massachusetts is the new one we also have tax bills in new york new jersey virginia oregon um there are uh some uh i believe uh, paul blair puts together a map every year so there's some other threats out there i don't have that map handy but uh it's always good to check out mm-hmm. um so those are kind of the big ones and everybody knows about place bands and potential flavor bands and other things um, there's also licensing bills are going to be something to pay attention to it's difficult for us to engage on unless they get really ridiculous but um licensing bills are certainly picking up some steam and the problems there can be um, you know requiring retailers to purchase only from licensed distributors or wholesalers uh, and then you have you know people not you know consumers lose access to the wide variety of products that are out there so yeah. just something else to pay attention to um, <clears throat> and then I am I apologize if I'm rushing and speaking too quickly but I, uh, I yeah. need to get to dinner. Um the uh other thing the two things that came up while we were not doing these things i'm sure people are um have, hopefully have kind of seen posts about FDA announcements yeah. that have been happening um before today's uh there was the announcement that the FDA will be holding a workshop on uh, battery safety and mm-hmm this is coming up in April. Yeah. Um, uh, we're not exactly, we're still working. We are, we are working since this is new, we were working on what kind of, uh, input we might, CASA might have, uh, in this workshop. Um, I've, uh, been put together with some, some people that should be regarded as experts, uh, not just in batteries, uh, as they are used for electronic cigarettes, but generally batteries. Um, And so uh, we'll be working on our own contribution to that. Um, So more to come for that. Um, Also, I don't know if it's up yet, but uh, uh, we should have up in our store uh, soon. I would say, let's just be on the safe side and say early next week, right um we will be selling our own battery cases um awesome. that have the casal logo on there and it says practice safe vaping mm-hmm. um and uh it, we're selling them as cheap as we can so that uh, retailers might want to stock them and, and participate in in sort of our developing battery safety education campaign right um so i, I don't know how many we have and i i but I, I suppose we should think about getting a steady flow. It's a, it's a, it's a decent message. It's a practice. It's a play on practice safe sex, right. um, obviously, but a nut condoms, another harm reduction product. Um, so uh, yeah, they look nice. They are uh, durable and uh, you know, promote safety. So be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing uh from the fda came out today uh was it today or yesterday i think it was today um was the revised guidance to uh vapor shops Mm -hmm. um regarding uh like when you're a manufacturer this is kind of stuff that we've sort of talked about since the deeming regs were i guess proposed um but there's some clarification there and and, uh and I don't want to get too into the too into the weeds and into the details on it, but uh, uh, you know, it, it basically confirms a lot of the things that we've been saying, and and it's it's good to I think it's it's potentially good for retailers to have some sort of guidance from the FDA um, telling them, you know, I think more clearly what interactions from with consumers uh, can, can be like. Uh, I have seen some sort of misinterpretations of the deeming rule, and uh, to the extent that people think that they can't even demonstrate how to put together a product, um, you know, you can show somebody how you can have a display piece that you put together yourself and show someone how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's a a very silly way to have to do things, but um, you are allowed to do that. Uh, as long as you are not putting it together for them. And so this guidance, just at first blush, you know, reading it over, just sort of you know puts it in writing that that is actually something that you can do. Okay. Um, uh, if anything, uh, there is a small entertainment value to reading the guidance because um, one of the scenarios that it sort of sets up is if a consumer comes in, Uh, with an atomizer and wants you to put a a new coil on it that's a different resistance than you know what the manufacturer specs say or what they had on there before Mm -hmm. well you'll need to file a pre-market tobacco application in order to do that (laughs) and as I'm reading this I'm thinking to myself I was like this is this there's some there's some satire in here there's something like this is a video someone walks in and says hey man can you put a coil on my Addy and you know it's like okay so that'll be it'll probably be about five years uh and uh i'm gonna need probably two to ten million dollars will that be cash or check you know
0: it's uh, it's utterly ridiculous they really don't understand the product they don't
1: i i think i think they do (laughs) i just don't think they understand how absurd they're being um no, I, I think this is the scenario that they want um, and, it's, uh, and it's sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. So. Good. So, <laughs> so um, well, on that cheery note, um, I guess I will be coiling my own devices <laughs> from now yeah. on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, you know, worst case, the guy behind the counter or girl can show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And that is still, you know, fair ball. Um, so, and there's some other things in there I think that, that retailers should be interested in. And, and generally, I think consumers can benefit from reading these guidance documents. Um, I would like to, to put something together, possibly, we'll post something up over the weekend, um, possibly, uh, you know, telling consumers what they can expect when they walk into a vape shop. Um, but you know, it's good for consumers to be aware so that they're not walking into shops blind and you know, when the person behind the counter says, well, I can't do that for you, you know, hopefully avoids some uncomfortable yelling and screaming about bad customer service. So, um, I think there's a role that we can play there to help inform people, um, so yeah, that's that. And I, I really quickly, I know I said I was going to keep this to fifteen minutes, but um, it's a new year. We have mm-hmm. a new Congress in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of things going on. Um, you know, we're we're going to have a new Secretary of Health and Human Services. Mm-hmm. Um, this person hasn't been confirmed yet, but that's on the horizon hopefully this is somebody who has a completely different attitude about tobacco harm reduction um, which may open the door to some policy changes for us Um, ultimately you know hopefully with the new administration we can look forward to some sort of core you know culture change at the fda uh that's you know we need an fda that's more open to tobacco harm reduction Um, so, uh, that's, that's one thing to look forward to, Mm -hmm. uh, the Cole Bishop amendment or something like it is still on the table. Uh, it is not necessarily our only shot, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: that, that effort to modernize the predicate date is still very vital. Um, Mm -hmm. there will be an omnibus bill or cromnibus, uh that comes through in march i believe the end of march beginning of april right. uh, is what people had that had, had sort of been extended to mm-hmm. uh um, and and it the the, the cold bishop language is still in that that omnibus bill right. um so that's still something to keep our eyes on um mm-hmm. and i'm not going to go into details but there is also uh the potential the likelihood of, uh, mm-hmm. completely separate legislation being introduced. Um, and I, I don't really know how much I can talk about it. All I can tell you is that it's different than it's not just modernizing the predicate date. Um, right. and it could be far more substantial than, uh, than that, but, mm-hmm. uh, it is entirely likely. It is something that we have been talking about that, both of these efforts will be are part of a large the larger strategy. Um, we are not talking about competing legislation here. Cole Bishop doesn't compete with this other bill. This other bill doesn't compete with Cole Bishop. Um, okay. It is it is the two things working together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think people working in this issue acknowledge that manufacturers and retailers need some ray of hope in order to keep doing what they're doing and stay in business mm-hmm. uh, and modernizing the predicate date is, as a first step, absolutely vital to keeping that going. Because mm-hmm. when we start talking about uh, changing uh, changing laws, mm-hmm. changing the Food, Drug, and Cosmetics Act, changing the Tobacco Control Act, whatever, mm-hmm. when we get that deep into it, the likelihood of success starts going down. It becomes more and more challenging to get something like that passed. So. Sure. Um, What anything that we can do, whether it's a legislative strategy or other legal strategies uh, to hedge our bets and try to keep the industry going uh, and protect our access to these products, um, we need to consider that all to be a part of one big strategy. So um, I know that there was a lot of... uh, as far as I'm concerned, nonsense that happened last year with this whole idea that Cole Bishop and H.R. 2058 were competing bits of legislation. Mm -hmm. Um, That was never the case. And uh, I think people misrepresented that scenario to the community. (laughs) And people broke off in these weird factions of, you know, like support 2058, no support Cole Bishop, no support, and, and, you know, it it ultimately caused a lot of confusion and, um, and it really just wasn't,
0: Oh, right and they, it didn't need to um, they, they both they were both um, essentially seeking to do the same thing so it, it didn't need to cause any sort of actions yeah
1: exactly so we're likely to see kind of a I think a broader range of legislation at the federal level a broader range of, of, of you know individual strategies mm-hmm. um, but there, at this point it's not uh, it wouldn't be fair to say that, it's going to be one or the other or, you right. know, or anything. It's, it's, it's important to note that uh, all of these things are going to be working together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's important. Uh, working together, working to get this so that we have some sort of relief as an industry and as consumers, that's the big thing. And um, yeah, that's important. So, yep. I, I guess is that it for this week, Alex.
1: That's it for this week. Um, okay. Sorry to be so brief and oh, quick. I will uh, yeah. have I'll be more relaxed next week. But uh, I don't know if you can hear it or not. But everybody's coming over for dinner. So,
0: well, um, have a nice dinner, Alex, and thank you for everything you do for us. And it was great to hear from you again.
1: So yeah, likewise. Please,
0: we will see you next Friday. Awesome. All right. All right. Good night.
1: See you.